Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Keep up the good work. 7 to 10 a.m. I appreciate that you share your opinion. Hot Radio May. I super appreciate that they're in line with my main hit music channel. Tara, I'm going to put you to the test. So the other day, rappers was a category on Jeopardy. And I'm wondering how many you would have got right if you were a contestant on it. Ooh, okay. All right. So I'm going to run through the category here and you're going to have to answer. I'm going to I'm going to press play on it. So I'm going to let the actual Jeopardy host uh, run through it. What's her name again? Mayam, uh, ma'am. Mayam Balak. The um, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you got to answer before the contestants answer. That's too much. You got this. You should just play it and then stop it, and then I answer. Um, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it run, and you're gonna have to answer before the contestants answer. I think you got this. I have faith I like in to you. Think about things. You don't need to think about these. You're gonna even answer before the questions are over. I'll pretend it's Tucker, and I'm trying to beat him at home. Exactly. That's that's I'm the mentality. And I think you're gonna do pretty well. I think you're gonna get all of them except for the first one. You might surprise me and get the first one correct. In fairness, the first one's gonna be a little tougher for you. There's some context clues you can get it right, but they showed a picture on the screen for the first one so oh, please okay it's, well it's gonna be tough for you but here we go if okay. if you saw the picture on the screen i think you would get all of them correct but based off the context clues i don't think you'll get it right we'll see here it goes are you ready mm-hmm. all right rappers uh let's do rappers for 800 he's seen here actually in a hoodie around the time of doris his major label debut album audrey who is a boogie with a hoodie DMX? No. <laughs> no. I don't like the way that she just responded to her. That is Earl Sweatshirt. Mm. Oh, duh. Let's do Rappers 1000. In 2022, she had her first solo number one hit with Super Freaky Girl, which samples Super Freak by Rick James. Uh, Anish. Well, Who is Doja Cat? No. 2002. Audrey. Who is Nicki Minaj? It That's just right. came out. It's um, 2002. In one week in June 2022, this Latin rapper was listed on 17% of the Hot 100 hits, including All right, here we go. Lindos. Lucas. Who is Bad Bunny? That's right. Rapper's 400. Call Me By Your Name is the subtitle of his number one hit, Montero. Uh, Lucas. Lil Nas, Lil Nas X. X. Yes. Nas. Rapper's 200. <laughs> her 2021 album, Something For The Hotties, is Megan a compilation of her freestyles and some previously unreleased songs. Lucas. Who is Megan V. Stallion? Yes. Not bad. You got one wrong and I thought you were going to get right. I like, want you to replay Rappers. The... All right, we're going to go uh, through let's it. Let's do Rappers for 800. The first one. He's you would have saw the picture. You would have got. Around the yeah. time of Doris. You would have saw it and been like, oh, Earl. Audrey. Who is a boogie with a hoodie? No. It's kind of funny because he's wearing a sweatshirt. I really don't like the way she just responded to that. Like, no. That is Earl Sweatshirt. Like, that was a good answer. In 2022, she had her oh, first solo number it. one hit with Super Freaky Girl. You thought she said 2002 and then that then. I thought she said 2002 and I was like, another song like that? And then I was thinking of like, what's the song that's like, she's a very freaky girl, like an old. And I was like, who are. Oh, is that like Gucci Mane? Older, like legendary female rappers. Uh, look at you know. thought it was going to be. If it said, if I heard it say 2022, obviously it would have been Nicki Minaj. But since I was dead set on the fact that I thought I heard 2000. Also, I feel like you thought that that category was going to be a lot harder 
than it actually was. Yeah. It was pretty easy. I get excited when I see a category on Jeopardy that I would have run through. That doesn't happen too often, but I would have got that one. Every single one you would have got? Oh, for sure. For sure. I don't know if I would have remembered that uh, Doris was the uh, debut album for Earl Sweatshirt. I'm mad about that Nicki Minaj. But I would have known because they put a picture of the screen. They're like, who is this basically? And I'm like, oh, I know who that is. So and I think you would have got that right, too, if you saw the picture of him. Yeah, because I'm if we haven't noticed, I am not an auditory learner. <laughs> I don't listen very well the first time through. OK, um, I'm a visual. Learner. I do enjoy how the contestant said a boogie with the hoodie. And then okay, little, I have a problem with that. Little. What did he say? Little not not Nas. Like, little Nas X. Um, I don't have a problem with the way that they said that, because a lot of people I know say a boogie with a hoodie and then I'm like it's a boogie and they're like no it's not it's like a sentence it's like a boogie with a hoodie it's not a boogie I always say a boogie I do too I do too I feel like everybody says a boogie um but the way that the host was like no it's like clearly she's never heard of him I thought that was an educated guess because I couldn't see the picture and I was thinking that in my head because they they mentioned the the hoodie that he was wearing no you freak get out of here uh, if you remember, Alex Trebek used to throw a little shade like that back in the day, too. So maybe it was a tip of the hat to I him. I have been getting triggered on Wheel of Fortune when um, Pat Sajak, when he like gives them attitude. Yeah, it makes me he's so worse. uncomfortable. It makes me crawl out of my skin. I'm like, you're being mean. You know how nerve wracking it is to go on a show like that? I think he's been doing it for so many years that he just no longer cares. I felt so bad. There was a really cares about like people's feelings. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't care about the job, there but was a really young. There's girl. no filter there. This would have 1000 percent happened to me there was a really young girl she said i'd like to buy a vowel and he said you could if you had any money (laughs) oh my god if that happens to me my cheeks would turn so red and i would start crying not bad not bad you did pretty good on the category you would have done you would have done well if you were there Uh, the trick is getting the clicker in before everybody else i didn't really have fun with that tbh if it was the uh if it was the um i know i could have done better and i'm annoyed now. yeah you're just that actually just like ruined my 20 minutes (laughs) I'm going to reset for 8 o'clock, but I'm I'm mad. Hot Radio Maine. Let me explain something to you one time, Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Five things you need to know. In a move that will help millions, drug company Eli Lilly announced a $35 cap on out-of-pocket costs for insulin. In 2018, the average list price for one vial of insulin in the U.S. was $98.70, which is- That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. So you literally took the words out of my mouth. Ridiculous. But now there's a $35 cap. They're hoping that this precedent, uh, other drug companies follow in lower prices as well. Uh, Nissan is recalling more than 800,000 rogues from 2014 through 2022. A key defect can come cut off the engine while in use. Yikes. No bueno. Uh, Nissan hasn't announced a fix yet. Letters on the recall will go out this month, but if you got a Rogue 2014 and 2022, you might want to look into that. Snap benefits were cut yesterday for nearly 30 million Americans, including nearly 100,000 main households. The average cut $190 a month, which goes a long way uh, to help, especially with food, groceries, food pantries are expecting a growing demand as the cuts are going to push families below the poverty line. So if you're in a position where you can help out a little bit, start with your local food pantry. That's a great option. A New Yorker is suing L.L. Bean, claiming their waterproof boots are not actually waterproof. Tara is... Might be onto something. Tara is obsessed with the class action lawsuits. And here's another one for you. In the class action lawsuit, she claims the zipper closures used in their boots are not waterproof. So the boots themselves are not either. She bought a pair of waterproof boots. She put them on. It rained. The water got in. And she said, I'm so 
suing. Well, I don't think that I can apply for money for this one because I just have like traditional bean boots, which don't have my, zippers. In my opinion, yeah, they don't have the zippers. In my opinion, they're not waterproof and they're very, very slick on the bottom. I've had a lot of close calls, especially here. You know, when you walk through that little path and then you get on like the smooth cement when you open that front door. Yeah. A lot of times I've had to catch myself on the door handle. I'm like, whoa, uh, an appeal. I forgot to tell you this a couple of days ago. I was I took Lana out in the back and when I was coming back in the back entrance to my building, it ramps down drastically. Oh my God. So I hit the ramp and I, it looked like a cartoon fall. You're like, do no, I hit the ramp and I like slipped like I was slipping on a banana peel <laughs> and I landed on my back <gasps> and I smashed my head on the concrete. <gasps> And like, Were you wearing a hat at least? Like some sort of buffer? Yeah, I was. was I think it was this hat that I was wearing oh and I'm wearing right now. Imagine like a fuzzy winter hat. No, it was this. Oh, God. And then uh, I got Lana on the leash and she's just like, all right, are you going to get up? Like, what's going on here? And I, it was. She strikes me as the kind of pet where if you play dead, she's like, whatever. Exactly. I lied there for a few seconds. Yeah, you kind of have to take it all in. I took it all in and I go, all right, got to get up, dusted myself off, came in here and. <laughs> Yikes. Started the show and I forgot to tell you. I'm like, I can't believe that. You're not going to believe what just happened. I almost near death experience. I could have cracked my head open on that. Totally. But I wasn't wearing bean boots at that point. I was just wearing my regular Tim's. You want them to be not as slippery and you also think that they're not waterproof, but neither of those things are stopping you from purchasing them because you like yellow bean. I will shop at L.L. Bean till the day I die. Same. Agunquit Beach has been named one of the best beaches in the United States, according to TripAdvisor. Great. Another list that we've made over here. We actually made the top 10 here on their list of, uh, I believe it's 25. I, know, I scrolled through it. Really impressive. Go Maine. Yeah. Number nine. Agunquit Beach is impeccably clean and has a smooth, sandy floor. H Hawaii had like a handful of beaches in the top 25. I wonder why. Including number one. That is five things you need to know made how to Maine by the law offices of Joe Bornstein. Injured in an accident, call Joe today for a free case evaluation. 207 Call Joe or online at joebornstein.com. Hot Radio May. Oh, Lord. Hot Mornings with Ryan DeLon and Tara Fox. Dirty on the 30. Los Angeles County has agreed to pay $28.5 million to the family of Kobe Bryant as settlement for leaking graphic photos of the helicopter crash that killed the NBA legend and his 13-year-old daughter. This includes a $15 million payment a federal jury awarded Bryant's widow, Vanessa, back in August. I saw people in the comments when this news came out yesterday talking about, like, that family needs more money. But I think it's more about the principle right. than it is the money and setting a precedent like, hey, you don't share those photos. That's I agree. not appropriate. You would not want that to be done to your loved ones. It's just a terrifying thought to think that someone in law enforcement would be like, I'm going to send this to my buddies. Speaking of graphic photos, TMZ posted the photos of the scene from where Aaron Carter passed away, but they had permission from the family and his mother. And the reason behind that was uh, the mom thinks that foul play was somehow really? involved and that he didn't kill himself through an overdose um, and wants it further investigated. So there's some peculiar things in the photos that she was pointing out and she wanted to put it out there to put the pressure on law oh, enforcement okay. to actually do some further investigating. Justin Bieber canceled all the remaining dates of his Justice World Tour on his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to Bieber, by the way. Mm -hmm. 
He's like, I'm giving myself a birthday present. I really don't want to do these dates. I'm taking the time off. Going to continue my self-care routine. So the UK, France, Poland, Australia, New Zealand, Denmark, and Czech Republic are going to have to catch him another time. Uh, the announcement came in a tweet from Bieber's Justice Tour Updates account. No reason was given for the cancellation, but we know back in October of 2022, he announced postponing remaining dates of the tour because of physical and mental health issues. And right. he told fans he needed time off to recover from Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which had caused his face to become paralyzed. Hopefully he's doing okay health-wise, but you think it might have something to do with all the drama going on with his wife? You think grounds for divorce, which is pretty strong. I personally think it's grounds for divorce just because if I thought that my life was going a certain way organically, you know, I met this person, we fell in love, we're married, we're looking towards the future, and then I found all of this evidence, undeniable evidence that this person I loved basically weaseled their way into my life and mimicked and tried to become my ex to win me over. I would feel really uncomfortable with that. And I used to be like, oh my God, this is so ridiculous. Like the Selena Gomez fans are blowing this out of proportion. I liked them both. I I think you can like Hailey Bieber, you can like Selena Gomez. But not the end of the world. But after seeing side by sides, and timelines, the timestamps don't lie, and it's pretty creepy. So what's going on? Haley Bieber is just basically cosplaying Selena Gomez down wow. to her the way she speaks, her business ventures, like having a cooking show, the little catchphrases that are said on the cooking show, outfits worn by Selena Gomez. Uh, two days later, Haley Bieber's posting a photo in the exact same outfit. Like she's hiring the same stylists, makeup artists, teams. It's just bizarre. It's kind of creepy. Copying tweets. It's so strange. As and when you start, like one thing, a coincidence, but when you start right. adding everything up. And like, I'm not trying to like pit them against each other. Cause like I said, I do, I do like both of them. I like things about them individually, but it's just very strange. However, on the complete flip side, I have to kind of root for Hailey Bieber because she was the ultimate super fan. She was the ultimate believer and she married him. Like every, he married a Stan. Every believer's dream, dream is to marry Justin Bieber. And she did that. It's pretty legendary. She's, what she did to get there wasn't necessarily cool or chill by any means, but like she's the ultimate stand. She's a, a successful she stand. The stand. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm just saying, if I were Justin Bieber, I'd be like, you did what? I'd be kind of freaked out. Uh, Tommy Fury's father, John Fury, claims that Jake Paul owes him $2 million following his son's victory over the YouTuber in their recent fight this past Sunday. Good morning, world. Jake Paul and family. Back home, well rested. Heads back on business. Jake, you know what I'm, you know I'm going to do. We had a deal, mate. We had an handshake. We said we'd box for free if we got defeated. You say you'd pay double if Tommy could beat you. And that's what he done. Tommy beat you, convincingly. So what I'm going to ask you to do is honour and step up to the plate and pay your bill. We had a gentleman's agreement in front of millions of people worldwide. We shook hands on national world television in the great country of Saudi. You know, and please do not come out with all the contract bull****, mate. I can hardly read and write. I'm a gypsy. I'm uneducated, you know, but listen, what I can do is all I've got in the world is my word. And I give it you in front of millions of people. We shook hands and I expect you to do the same thing, Jake. But I know... You will, because you're a stand-up guy. I look forward to hearing from you, Jake. Pay your bill, mate, and thanks very much. I love that he calls it Bill. Pay your bill, mate. Also, he sounds like a character from a boxing movie where he's like, I'm uneducated, but there's one thing in this world I got. It's my word. 
Tommy Fury sounds just like his dad. That's all I can hear. He's a little more youthful, but yeah. But like the way that they pause and just the sound and the tone, it's exactly the same. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I asked this question when we talked about the fight on Monday, the press junket prior to the fight. I saw the bet. You get nothing if I beat you or I'll double it. They shook hands. And that was my first question when I saw that tummy one. I was like, oh, does that mean he's getting double? What's happening here? He should if they shook on it. They shook on it. And he, I love how he said, I know he's a stand-up guy. Like, you got to be a little bit yeah. nice and until you know you're not getting the money. And once you, you realize, okay, this money's not coming in, then you go in with the with the banter there. But you know, Tara, if the tables were turned and if Jake Paul won, he would be saying, I'm not giving you any money. That was the bet. You would not be able to escape Jake Paul. Uh, a couple more things for Dirty on 30. Cardi B and Offset's McDonald's meal. Not welcomed by everyone, apparently. Reports say that some McDonald's franchise owners are worried about being associated with the couple. They're apparently not in approval of all of their lyrics. Come on. They refuse to promote the meal at their locations. Mickey D's has previously collaborated with BTS, Travis Scott, Mariah Carey on combo meals. The final thing for Dirty on 30, I have a couple cases of PDA that got caught in the action. Jack Harlow, Trevor Noah. Not them having public PDA together, but uh, they're out. Dua Lipa is apparently dating French filmmaker Romain Gavras. Uh, the couple. He looks like a grown man. Like no offense, but compared to the other two, like whoa, <laughs> big difference here. Are you saying like he's old or he's like whoa? That's a man. No, like he. There's some people who look like men and some <laughs> men who just look like man child, and he looks like a grown man. Uh, and you think Jack Harlow and Trevor Noah are man childs? They just have that youthfulness to them. Got it. Like, this guy looks wise, if that makes is sense. Is he like, I don't know what he looks like. I'll is show he, you a photo. Is he chiseled? No, he just, he looks like your stereotypical, like, wise filmmaker. Okay. He's artistic. So the couple was spotted holding hands on Tuesday in Paris. That's a little PDA right there. Um, he apparently directed music videos for Jay-Z, Kanye West, Frank Ocean, just to name a few. And he dated Rita Ora for six months back in 2020. Random. It's kind of, you think. She's always dating like random people. Uh, it's always wild to me when celebrities are like in such an incestuous pool. Like well, you gotta, Rita Ora and Dua Lipa dated the same guy. You got to think about, you know, these the, people have to be on your level. They have to understand you. They have to understand your schedule that it's it's showbiz baby if you dated like random person that a normal person let's say they like work at a library public library or something they're not going to understand they might be more jealous than someone who works in the industry your second round of pda by the way I'm showing you a photo do you see what i mean oh yeah, yeah yeah like it's just different got you i think it's the facial hair too no facial hair makes both trevor noah and jack harlow look a little bit younger um Hip squeaks matthew lawrence and chili's relationship is going strong here's your second case of pda paparazzi caught lawrence greeting his tlc girlfriend at the airport with a long hug and kiss on the lips so if you're wondering how that throwback relationship's going it's going strong and that is your dirty on the 30 Hot mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. Every morning. Side Radio Main Hot Mornings, Ryan Dillon, Tara Fox. We're giving away Kevin Hart tickets this hour while we're commercial free. April 21st, he's pulling up to the Cross Insurance Arena. Trending right now. I threw up some of the memes on our Instagram page. They're pretty hilarious. They're taking like headshots and, and random promotion photos of Kevin Hart and adding fun sayings to him. Have I know, you- I've seen so many pictures of Kevin Hart in the past like 24 hours. I'm like, where did this come from? But great, you, great for us. You thought that it was because, you know, when you talk about something they appear in your timeline magically that's how the the phones work <laughs> we've been giving away kevin hart tickets so you thought your timeline was just getting flooded with kevin hart memes but apparently it's a it's a trend right now 
pretty cool that we have uh, him coming to town April 21st at the Cross Insurance Arena. We're going to give away tickets this hour and we're really going to make them make you earn them because uh, we want to know what. We want to talk about near death experiences, but we don't want it to be super morbid and depressing. I'm talking about like, whoa, that was a close one. Yeah. You bounce back from it. Yeah. And you, you're totally fine. You're totally fine now. Yeah. Everyone's good. Uh, yeah. We don't want to bum people out too much this morning, but like close calls. <laughs> 207-807-1104 if you get a near-death experience. Share it with us and we'll put you in the running. Uh, that scary moment can earn you. Kevin Hart. Yes. Kick it off. You said you got a great story. I'm interested. Okay, so when I was on Miami Beach a couple weeks ago now, my dad was like really wanting to take a picture of Tucker and I and we weren't really feeling it because there was like so many people around and just... It's oh, embarrassing. Yeah. I get you. I feel He that. was like, come on, come on, take a picture. So we're like trying to quickly take this photo and he's like trying to perfect it, which honestly props to him. Like he knows his daughters. He's like, all right, stand a little here. Like, But it's such a dad move too because he's like, I want to, I want to recent photo of my kids exactly but then like me and my sister it's me and Tucker is like whatever but like me and my sister will be like never post that ever delete it immediately we hate it and he's like please and we're like no like they're bad pictures they're just for safekeeping anyways so he's trying to take this picture of Tucker and I there's too many people in the background and all of a sudden these these seagulls come up and start attacking like a slice of pizza next to us and it's just a nightmare and so we're over it and he goes Tucker step step a little over to the, to the left and Tucker didn't hear him so he took a step to the right and all of a sudden my dad and his wife, my stepmom, start screaming. They're like, no, oh my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And so we start freaking out. We're like, what, what, what? Tucker thought he stepped on like a needle or something. And it was a jellyfish. It was like a dried up, extremely poisonous. It's called like a man of war or something, jellyfish. And he had stepped on it and made this loud popping noise. Like if you ever like popped a bag of chips for excitement in the cafeteria for attention. It sounded like that. They were screaming and we were like, what, what, what? Like, I thought it was a plastic bag. And they were, they said it was a jellyfish that's extremely poisonous and can kill you depending on how much venom and gets in you. And we were supposed to get on a plane in like two hours. So they were like, oh my God, you're not going to be able to walk. And it was so scary, but he was like totally fine. I'm like, are you kidding me? If that were me in your position and I stepped on the jellyfish, I would have to go to the emergency room but he was totally fine. Never even felt a slight burn. Nothing. He might be a superhero. It was a close call. <laughs> All right, close call with death. Two oh seven. The way they screamed. Eight oh seven one one oh four. Share a story with us. We'll put you in the running. Two oh seven eight oh seven one one oh four. We'll put you in the running for the Kevin Hart tickets. When I was <laughs> in high school, got my license, and I was just able to have other kids in the car with me. Oh great! We were uh, traveling to the Auburn Mall, and uh, it was like Auburn. Auburn, Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah, I grew you up in Mass. Clarify. Yeah, Auburn. I was gonna leave it ambiguous because it's. <laughs> There's an Auburn Mall. You drove all the way here for that? No, no, no. There's an Auburn Mall in Massachusetts. So we were driving to Auburn Mall. And I remember on the highway uh, doing a little swerve move and then losing control of the car, being an idiot. Mm -hmm. And everybody in the car was like laughing, being like, whoa, this is crazy. And I was holding the wheel, trying to gain control of the car. I'm like, they have no idea that we're about to die. <gasps> And then from, you didn't even you didn't even say anything. I like, didn't say anything. They were laughing and for like it was probably it was probably like four or five seconds, but it felt like an eternity to me. I, rem I still remember it to this day where I was like, I have no control of this car right now. 
that's terrifying. Yeah. Oh my God. You're so lucky you didn't end up like four teens wrapped around tree. Cause you, those stories happen oh, all for sure. the time. For sure. Yeah. Or caused a pile up on the interstate. Yeah. That's what, that's what the story would have been. Close call. So that was a close call. That was a close call that luckily there was no cars in the lanes next to me. And I, I wrote it out for a few seconds and then finally like, uh, it corrected itself. And I'm like, okay. Oh my God. I can't believe your friends were laughing. They thought I was controlling the wheel. We're knuckleheads. We're like, yes. So yeah, we were knuckleheads. Anyway, stay safe out there. So I get nervous when I see, see like young kids hopping in cars. Oh, I, know. I went to, uh, when I went and visited my, um, cousin in Virginia, I went to one of the, one of uh, my nephew's soccer games and he's 14. Right. So he, and he, but he's, he's good. So he plays against some older kids so we're leaving the game and it's like him and i still look at him like a young kid i mean he's 14 right yeah so we're leaving the game and literally two of the kids that he was playing against hop in the car next to us and drive off and my my mind was blown i'm like you were just playing against those kids and now they're driving away and i still look at you as like a little kid like my i like you're gonna be driving soon like you're playing against kids that are driving yeah for when i first got my license a lot of my friends refused to drive with me because i was such a bad driver and when i think back of how i've matured now compared to how i used to drive and how i used to just in the target parking lot just start backing up and hope to god no one hit me and i didn't hit anyone i wasn't even looking i didn't know how to look i couldn't figure it out and i would get (laughs) that sounds scary i would get discombobulated so i'd be like all right like let's see if anyone honks here we go we're doing this and i'm like oh my god 16 year olds should not be driving i'm sorry 16 year olds based on our stories 90 year olds should not be driving yes based on our stories yes jacob in oob tell us about your near-death experience so i call it route death uh in iraq it was just a regular route though and uh, our commander decided it would be good to clear it on foot and it was covered with ieds improvised explosive devices and uh there were the there were pressure plates and the caps were the size of like a little tabasco cap yeah and it's all covered in sand so you couldn't you couldn't really see them so you pretty much had to just walk and hope that you didn't step on one oh we, we cleared it for about two and a half hours, and we called EOD, Explosive Ordnance Disposal, to come and blow up the ones we found. And nobody in our troop stepped on one, luckily. And we, we had about five or six that got came and got blown up for us, and then we continued on. That's insane. So your job was to find them, identify where they were, and then somebody else came and actually like detonated them? Correct. Wow. It was Why, crazy. Is there like I'm a getting, better... I'm getting worked up right now. <laughs> you it. tell. It was, it was so like stressful. 15 years ago. I'm like, oh. Is there a better way to do that than on foot? Like, why did he make you do it on foot? Now, now, nowadays, you clear it with, with vehicles that have like mine rollers attached to the front of them. And the, the terrorists were creative and, and they were always one step ahead of us. So they made things called daisy chains and all this stuff. And, and they figured out ways to get around everything that we Jeez. created, you know, to have them be blown up. So now we use armored trucks and things like that. But I mean, back back in the early wars, it wasn't that. It was on foot. Man, well, shoot, we appreciate the work that you did. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's definitely a, a, a near-death experience. Um, um, and it's good enough for us. We're going to put you in the running for the, uh, the the Kevin Hart tickets. You're trying to win those, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, me and my wife, we actually worked. The last time you came, we worked the event. Oh. We, got stuck, we got stuck out. We thought, oh, we get a free show. No, we got stuck out back. No. by the concession stand and didn't get to watch it at all. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm rooting for you. Hopefully you win these. Uh, if you don't win today, try again tomorrow. We get another pair tomorrow at eight. But uh, yeah, you got to get in the in the venue to see the show this time. That, I know. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Um, all, right. all right, thanks for uh, texting in and sharing your story. Okay, yeah, thank you. Michael in Auburn, what was your near-death experience? Uh, I was deer hunting with my dad in uh, Lemington, Maine, and we got charged by a moose. 
<gasps> scary. And I just barely, you know, kind of like barrel rolled out of the way and was able to get behind a tree before he trampled me. Man, oh it's like the running of the bulls over there, but with moose, that's like the main version of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like. <laughs> wow, all right. They were coming for their revenge. They were like, you're trying to take out my family. We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was a two-way street. Kayla in Rochester, what was your near-death experience? I was at Market Basket, and this woman was elderly, and she backed up into a red box machine right next to my cart. Oh, my God. She hit the red box machine? Yes, she did, and it's still taken out. Like, it's all wrapped up, and it's it's totally not there. (laughs) Wow, and that's like a reminder to you, like, that red box machine could have been me and my car. Um, my cart, like my Oh, your cart. cart. I saw, I thought you said your car. So you were standing there with your cart. Oh, okay. I totally thought you said your car as well. But now that you're like just standing there pushing a cart, that's terrifying. Yeah. Um, the guy was like really old. Um, and he had like post-its on his steering wheel, like to shut off his lights. Oh my and god! The car, so. <laughs> oh, this goes. This goes with uh, us earlier saying that sixteen-year-olds probably shouldn't drive, and ninety-year-olds probably shouldn't drive. Like, yikes! If you have to put a post-it note to to remind yourself to shut off your car, take that license away. I'm sorry. Oh, I feel bad. I know. I feel bad too. But, but it's not safe. I mean. <laughs> no, you almost no. you almost died. You shouldn't feel bad. Jeez. Um, oh, I, I know. <laughs> I, I imagine it being like a cartoon. Did it spit out like DVDs and you? could take them and everybody just ran like it like he hit an atm and money came out oh i wish no it was just really loud and scary because like they hit the brakes and then all of a sudden she's like they just floored it like i don't know oh, geez. <laughs> she got confused with gas and brakes you think that red box is going to just throw away all those dvds or are they going to try to reuse them in a different machine or a new machine and then they're going to be all scratched up i hate when i get a scratched red box i thought they come in like pretty protective plastic case yeah but when you get hit by a car i think that i don't know how protective that case is gonna be i honestly think that they would be fine you think those cases are non-destructible the ones on like the top probably but the ones on the bottom yeah they'll probably be like bent but the ones on the top (laughs) they'll be able to salvage (laughs) heather and Biddeford, tell us about your near-death experience it was during the summertime and i got one of those little dog pools Mm -hmm. and flashed myself in space and then i thought it was just like a pimple at first but it wasn't and then i thought like a bug bite maybe because i sat in it i wasn't too picky you know it's not outside yeah and then it and it ended up making my eyes shut permanently <gasps> and i had been rushed to boston mass, mass eye ear infirmary and they didn't know what to do with me but it was going the infection was going on in my brain from the water so i almost died then yeah i'm permanently blind in my right eye stop it was it was it from the water from the hose or it was because the water was like still and short in that chemicals it's just that out there, you know, I just it was a hot day and it was just thin there. I didn't oh know any gosh. better. <laughs> That's oh why you gosh. get chemicals to the pools, but yeah, I lost it from cellulitis and MRSA did it. Oh so my god, blind permanently. That like, is so scary. Death. Well, I'm sorry about the vision, but at least I guess it sounds like it could have been a lot worse. Well, yeah, I still got numbness in my brain from it going up there. My nose had to be decompressed so to get the infection out of the bottom part of my eye. Jeez. Nobody could get it open, and then they'd ask me, "Can you see?" I'm like, I don't know. I can't open my eye. How would I know if I could see? Jeez, that's super scary. That's totally something I would do, though, because even when it's 90 degrees out, I love a warm pool. And you wouldn't think about adding the chemicals to just no, like a... No, not in one of those little plastic pools. No, I wouldn't. Christine and Waterboro, what was your near-death experience? So I was learning how to drive standard when I was younger, and I decided to go up the hill 
entering Saco near the train station, and I started rolling backwards. And luckily, I caught myself and used the e-brake, but I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> That's really scary. I don't yeah. like when I'm in someone's car and you start to roll back. I like feel like I'm grabbing. What's that? What do they call that? Like the emergency handle? What's that called? Oh, on the top. <laughs> yeah, I'm always like, okay, oh my god, we're rolling, we're rolling. <laughs> Matthew Presque what's your near-death experience? So, uh, 2015, my girlfriend was bringing the kids inside her parents' house, and when I was parking the side of the road i was in the passenger seat mm-hmm. i reached down to grab a beer and i look up and there's headlights coming towards me <gasps> on long story short an old lady fell asleep at the wheel and never woke up in time and hit me head on what pushed the van yeah pushed the van backwards when my ex-girlfriend came out she thought she saw the van she thought i was dead <gasps> and i had no seatbelt on or nothing and i just put my hands up and she hit me in the airbags popped open and I had a bunch of bruises and stuff on my face from the airbag and so they brought me to the hospital and they had to life flight me down to Bangor oh. I had three fractured vertebrae in my neck. Oh my gosh. My C1, my C2, my C4 were all fractured. How are you and, doing now? Uh, I'm great. I'm I'm back working full time, driving forklift and I'm able to walk and I still have like when the weather and stuff, and if I sleep wrong on my pillow, my neck will hurt me. I was going to say, you had to be, a, there has to be some soreness because that sounds awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I don't, she was probably going about 40, 50 miles per hour when she hit me. And you're just parked on the just, side of the road. Yeah, I would just sit in the pasture side and my own business. And- I'm like scared to ask, but what happened to her? He actually got a fractured rib and nothing too serious, actually. Oh, wow. God. Well, thankful for I that, too. I just can't imagine the fear that you would feel when you just realize, okay, this person's going to hit me. Nothing I can do about yeah. it. Yeah, it was either step out in front of the road, you know, jump out of the van and maybe get hit by another car. So I was basically Jeez. like, well, hopefully they like, slow down. And I just put my hands up and she freaking smashed me. That's terrible. I also can't imagine being uh, the wife of the girlfriend and witnessing like your partner in that situation. Like that imagine, so imagine you saw a talker in a car coming towards him. No, I'm not going to imagine that. Thanks, though. <laughs> Fair enough. No, that, that's the right <laughs> response. All right, Jennifer in York, Maine, tell us about your near-death experience. Um, I was uh, living in Louisiana um, a couple years ago with my, my now husband, but boyfriend at the time. And I'm clearly a New England New England lady, born and raised up here. Yep. You go fishing, there's fish in the water. Right. Not much else. Um, and so I was throwing my fishing line in, I was you know pulling it back, and I'm like, oh, what's that? And it's like kind of coming at me, oh, okay, and I keep going, right? You know, we're just, anything cool in the water, let's see what it is. And my husband turns around and is like, what are you doing? That's a gator! And he turns on the engine, books it, and all of a sudden the baby comes out of the water, and then you see mommy, <gasps> like 12 feet long, coming from the corner. And I'm like, oh, and so I'm banned from fishing for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did you drop the pole, or did you get the baby off? Like, what'd you do? No, it wasn't, so I hadn't hooked it yet. Oh, but okay. it was like, so, you know, you see something coming, you're like putting it back out and you keep pulling you it back. You get excited. Like, like, yeah, you're, this is a good thing. You're like baiting it. You're trying to get it to, to come towards you. <laughs> no, uh, my husband told me that I'm never allowed to go fishing. And that was like 10 years ago. And he still hasn't let me go fishing. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful, too. Even up here with the the main gate is those main <laughs> gate is to get you. <laughs> So yeah, no, yeah, that's it. So I can't fish anymore. So I'm okay with that. There's a running joke between me and my friends. Uh, there's like an obscure um, SNL skit with I think Justin Timberlake. It's about the Gators in Maine. It's like a it's like a people's court, but in Maine, but with Gators. It's very bizarre. Uh, but we always we always joke about the Maine Gators. So. 
Um, I don't think I've ever seen a main gator, but that's okay. No, I think that's the that's the whole that's the whole point of the the sketch on SNL that there are no gators in Maine. You and your husband, are you trying to go see Kevin Hart? Oh, of course. Well, we picked uh, your text. Let's make this happen. Let's awesome. hook, let's hook you up with a pair of tickets. You're going to the show. Woo! Yeah, woohoo! Kevin Hart ticket giveaways made hot in Maine by Exhale Smoke Shop in Saco. Now hiring a retail sales manager. If you have a passion for sales and a love for glass, look for Exhale Smoke Shop on Indeed and apply. Today, uh, we got one more pair of Kevin Hart tickets that we're going to give away tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. But Jennifer, you're going to the show. Are you going to bring the husband? Of course. I can't do that to him. He loves Kevin Hart. <laughs> All right. I didn't know if you were like, you don't take me fishing. I'm not taking you to Kevin Hart. You may not use that. <laughs> Hot Mornings with Brian DeLon and Tara Fox. You ever play that Bean Boozled? Yeah, it's disgusting. I always fall for it. Mm-mm. There's booger flavored ones. Yeah, but sometimes you get the good flavored ones. Do you like jelly beans? It's jelly bean season. Mm. No. No? I mean, I'll eat them, but like, I wouldn't say it's my favorite candy. You're never purchasing jelly beans. Like if somebody has some, you might, you might eat a couple. The Starburst jelly beans are the best, but. Oh, those are pretty good. I those if my mom puts them in my, my Easter bunny basket. <laughs> Here's a new uh, option for the season. Brock's who makes jelly beans. They got uh, desserts of the world. Jelly beans. The world. Chocolate. We both say it wrong. We always say macaroon, which isn't right, right? Yeah, it's. It's so macaron. fancy. It's like macron. Macron. Chocolate macron, strawberry mochi, churro, apple pie, and lemon sorbet, all inspired by sweet treats from around the world. Kind of sounds delicious. I'm into the apple I pie. I was just going to say, I think I would like them all except for apple pie. You don't like that? Oh, look at that. We're a perfect match. We can buy them. You can have all of the other flavors and I'll have the uh, apple pie. It's Throwback Thursday. You can catch all my Throwback Thursday mixes online, hotradiomain.com. Tap that mixes tab. Listen to them whenever you want, not just on Thursday. And uh, if you got a lunch break around noon, make sure you uh, lock in with Tara because she's got more throwbacks then too. She's going to be holding it down for the back in the day mixtape at noon with our guy DJ Pup Dog, the Fox and the Hound. Yeah, we established that. (laughs) 